Hey guys, it's Pilot Month 2023, and believe it or not, we're going to cover in the next month or so, 11 pilots. 11! 11? 11. 11 pilots. We're loaded. You could say we're stacked, Greg. Ha 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 ha. Stick around. Ha 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 ha. Oh, yeah. And we'll cover these pilots over the next month or so. But for now, open time. An anthology about the bad, the short-lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Punisher, I give you Super Train. Episode 373, submission number 2372, Pointless. Pointless was a pilot done for Game Show Network in 2017. Guys, if you look back at history, if you go back to 2009 in England, that was a momentous year for game shows. You had Deal or No Deal, which was really big at this time. Now, by this time in 2009, it was kind of wavering here in America, overkill. And they did the syndicated version, which was nothing like the network version. But it was going on very strong in England. And also, two big shows showed up on the scene that year. And really, it was like a month between the show's premieres. It was like June-ish of 2009. The first of which is The Chase, and everybody knows about The Chase. Can't believe it's been almost 14 years since that debuted. But the second show, which also debuted 14 years ago, is Pointless. And both shows, if you don't know, are still running to this day. They're huge, huge hits over in England. And Pointless by no means is a pointless. It's one of the most brilliant shows I think there is. Think of Family Feud, but not with survey questions, but rather with trivia questions and in a reverse format. So you don't want the most popular answer. You want the least popular answer. So, you know, if we said, you know, name a country in North America, United States would be way at the top. That's a bad answer. You don't want that. Canada would be a bad answer. You don't want that. Mexico, same thing. But if you said something like Dominican Republic, that would probably get you a pretty decent score because not a lot of people would probably say Dominican Republic. So it is like a reverse family feud. You don't want the most popular answer. You want the least popular answers to be successful on this show. And GSN... They commissioned a pilot for this. And this pilot was commissioned by GSN in March of 2017. I don't have an exact date for when it was recorded, but it was sometime in 2017 because I've seen press releases about not just Pointless, but also Emogenius, if you remember that. Sort of like concentration, but with emojis. You'll take my word for that one. And, you know, part of what made Pointless so good and such appointment television was not just the game, because the game was pretty good, but also the chemistry between the host and the co-host. Of course, in the UK, you have the brilliant Alexander Armstrong. He voices Danger Mouse. And the equally brilliant Richard Osman, who actually created the format. Could America find similar lightning in a bottle? Well, there's a reason this went unsold. Well, maybe not a reason. There are reasons it went unsold. We'll get into that in a little bit. For now, we're going to play Pointless. And we're going to let you guys listen in on this. And we will just describe visuals. If there's stuff that needs to be said about how something looks or whatnot, we'll state that because we know television is a visual medium. 
not an oral medium. Uh, but otherwise, we will save commentary and thoughts until natural breaks in the action, okay? Now we're going to watch the pointless pilot. Let's roll tape, if you will. Hi, I'm Allison Sweeney, and welcome to Pointless. This game is easy. All you have to do is answer questions and earn points. But unlike other game shows, you're not going for the most points. You are going for the fewest points possible. Before the show, we polled 100 people and asked them to give as many answers as they could to each of tonight's questions. Our teams will try to come up with a correct answer that no one else gave. If they can do that, their answer is pointless. And on this show, that's a good thing. The team that does it best could win $10,000. So let's take a look at the first question. Flavors of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. Here to give us more background on this question, my trusty co-host, Doug Mirabello, who knows pretty much everything about everything. We're in the middle somewhere. Oh, stop. Too, I know half too of everything. Modest. And then I've got two computers here, so I can just Google whatever I, uh, whatever I don't know. Here with this question, we're looking for any of the jelly beans listed as an official flavor on the Jelly Belly website. Whoever has the fewest points after this round will win $500. Okay. You ready to play? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carrie and TT, you yes. are up first. Now, you two are a couple. We are. We're married. We're married. Yeah, High five yeah. from that, right? We're, we're married, married, but we're separated. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> we're separated, and we still live together. We're co-parenting. We love our kids. We're a team in real life, and we're a team here today. Oh, my gosh. Can you yeah. unify here together to give me one answer? Yeah. So we're going to say black licorice. Black licorice. Yeah, the nasty one. Is it pointless? <laughs> You're on the board. It's falling. <laughs> 40. Okay, okay. 40 people said black licorice. All right, Winston, Frankie, how do you two know each other? Uh, we're foodies. Like, we'll eat anything. Jerry and I were real big on pastrami. Uh, what makes a good pastrami? Uh, it's moist, it's tender, but not too tender. And I don't love the thin stuff, I like it like thicker. You know, Are we like, still yeah. talking about pastrami? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and do you have a jelly bean flavor you've selected? Yeah. We're gonna say green apple. I thought you were gonna go with pastrami. Okay, <laughs> green apple. Is it pointless? On the board, it's falling. It is a jelly bean. Oh. It's still falling, it's still falling. Oh. Only 21 people surveyed right. came up with yeah. that answer. Okay, now Alex, Maddie, hi. Now you two are dating. Yes, yeah. we both work at an escape room. An escape room? Yes. What's an escape room? So essentially you're going to find codes to unlock the puzzles of a room. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's super cool. So we are looking for your answer to the Jelly Belly, Jelly Bean question. We think there might be a, a, a root beer one. Okay. Root beer. Is it pointless? All right, let's find out. It is a Jelly Belly and it's still falling. Going, going, 19! 19 people said root beer. Wow, uh, were there some pointless jelly bellies? There are a total of 12 pointless jelly bellies. Uh, let's take a look at just a couple of them now. Uh, so you have to really think of the most disgusting fruits right. for the pointless ones. So you've got cantaloupe, which is the worst melon. Kiwi, which is just weird and furry, so no one wants a kiwi jelly bean. Right, right. And then pomegranate, which is delicious but too hard to eat. And the most popular answer was very cherry. We have Alex and Maddie in the lead with 19 points. But this is still anyone's game, so... Let's take a look at the next question. People with the most popular Instagram accounts. Doug, what do they need to know? So here we're looking for any of the individual people whose Instagram accounts have over 20 million followers. There are 59 possible answers to this question. Okay, so Alex and Maddie, you went last for the first question, so we're going to start with you. Um, so we're going to go with Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Kind of a famous Viner, with like vines YouTuber, and stuff yeah. like that. So let's find out, is Logan Paul pointless? Oh. Incorrect answer. 
Actually, Logan Paul is currently sitting at 15.2 million followers, so oh. be over below 20. 20. Oh. We just need to get mm -hmm. 4.8 million people, Dang. and we'll be good. So, unfortunately, with an incorrect answer, that is an automatic 100 points for you guys, bringing your total to 119. Up next, Winston and Frankie. What are you thinking? Uh, we think Kendall Jenner. If you come in under 19 points with Kendall Jenner, you have won this round. Kendall Jenner. Is it pointless? Uh, she has over 20 million followers. She's still going. Kendall Jenner is still going, still going. So close to pointless, but with two points, you've done it. You've automatically won this round. Congratulations, you guys. Fantastic. Carrie and TT, we are to you. You can't win the round, but keep in mind, a pointless answer gets you 250 bucks in the bank. So what's your answer? LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. Yes. Obviously a famous basketball player, but is it pointless? Okay, so he's there. Down, 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 it's down. Falling. Down. It's still falling. And here we go. Oh, still going. Still going. Come on. Is it pointless? Oh. Uh, let's look at some of the pointless answers. We have Harry Styles with 22 million, Demi Lovato with 61.9, and this is a worldwide list. So Cristiano Ronaldo, and that the is... soccer star, uh, with 114 million followers. Okay, uh, after the first round, congratulations goes to Winston and Frankie. For winning the round, you get 500 bucks in your bank account. With harder questions coming up, which one of our teams will be a hero and get a zero? We'll find out when Pointless returns. I'm sorry. I gotta get this off my chest. Go ahead. You, Chico, you're probably thinking the same thing as me, so it's great. Is Logan Paul pointless? Yes, he yes! is! Yes! <laughs> oh, God, yes! I was hoping that in so much, because it's like the children just write themselves. Is Logan Paul pointless? You better believe it. You bet your sweet peppy he's pointless. Hey, Seth Rollins proved that at WrestleMania. Yes, he did. <laughs> and it was glorious! This was so long ago, Logan Paul was best known for Vine. Oh, yeah, that was a thing back in 2017. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing Jack Dorsey did. Alright, so, through the first commercial break, any thoughts? Okay, first of all, Allison Sweeney, lover to death, okay host. I mean, she's the kind of person you beg for her to host a game show. She's been in the business so long. And then she gets this, so, yay? I got one thing to say. Obvious ADR is obvious. Quite obvious. The home cooking is strong on this one. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. We have to talk about Allie's pointless friend, Doug Mirabello. Aside from being not Richard Osman, he is actually a producer, a writer, and a crewman. And nowadays, he's one of the judges on a favorite of ours, 25 Words or Less. Oh. But hold on a second. When I heard the name Doug Mirabello, you know what the first thing that popped in my head was? Don't say that, baseball player. Yes! Uh, Doug Mirabelli? Doug Mirabelli, the former Red Sox catcher. Oh, no. How did but I has know Doug, that? But did Doug Mirabelli produce Toddlers and Tierras? No, but I bet you Doug Mirabelli would have been a better fit on this. Because I'm sorry. There is, like, zero chemistry, zero camaraderie going on here. It's like two people doing a job, getting a paycheck. Basically. The, the, it's not uh, some sort of uh, relationship like you have. No, I shouldn't say relationship. It's not some sort of, I don't want to say professional relationship, but you don't have that interaction like the British version with Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osmond. That's just not working here. They're too, like... 
totally separate entities that, again, it just feels they're forced to be on this show. And I mean, I'm immediately turned off by it. I've seen this, but that's a huge turnoff when they're not interacting with each other much. Yeah, there's no uh, simpatico in between the two hosts. It's like peanut butter and motor oil. Um, I think one of those might have been a pointless answer for the Jelly Belly flavors. Peanut butter or motor oil, or possibly both. But yeah, they just don't work well together. This is not off to a good start. And then they're throwing out bonuses for having the lowest scores. They're totally going against the grain of pointless, it seems. Yeah, it seems like they're violating not the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law. And also that tower. Could that be any taller? It looks like it's about 20 feet tall. It looks like something I've seen at Dave and Buster's. That's a valid point. All All right. right, let's go back in. Let's see the second act. of points is bad a few points is good and zero points is perfect zilch doug correct i would have also accepted nil null goose egg or zero winston and frankie you won the last round so you have 500 bucks in the bank but we have wiped the scores clean no more points because it is time to play the list i'm going to give you a list of eight possible answers to choose from the team with the fewest points at the end of this round will bank 750 dollars but this time the team with the most points gets eliminated here's your first question instruments used in country music doug what do they need to know uh we are looking for any musical instrument that is listed on the country music hall of fame's website okay let's see the eight possible answers accordion zither banjo washboard concho mandolin fiddle dobro at least one of those answers is pointless and at least one of those answers is incorrect which means it is not an instrument used in country music remember we're looking for the lowest possible score Winston, you won the first round, so you get to go first. You feeling confident about country music? I play drums and guitar. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> well, those aren't one of your options. Yeah. Okay? Uh, so, <laughs> do you have an answer you're going uh, for? Yeah, I'm going to go with the dobro. Dobro. Is it pointless? Well, there it is. It's an instrument. It's falling fast. Still going. Go, 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 go. Dobro is four. Four people said dobro. Fantastic. <laughs> Dobro, that's great. Okay, Carrie and TT are up next. Carrie, you a country music fan? Uh, somewhat, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Washboard. And what makes you choose that? I've seen, you know, movies and stuff. You know, they... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Washboard, is it pointless? There you go. It is a country music instrument. It's going, it's going. Good answer. See, movies do teach us lots of important things. Maddie, what are you thinking about here? I want to say the zither. I feel like that's some sort of kazoo type thing. Is it pointless? (laughs) Okay, it is an instrument. And there it goes. It's falling fast. Still going. Still going. Oh. to know. Zither is not a kazoo. It's like a little German guitar harp type thing. Uh, Zither was our only pointless answer up on the board. Uh, Well done with Dobro and Washboard for four. Our fake out answer here was Concho, which I believe is a town in Oklahoma. And 59 people said banjo. There you go, guys. (laughs) It is time to switch places with your partner. Now we have to find out what your question is. Tokens used in Monopoly. One of my favorite games, by the way, Doug. I would rather play a zither than play (laughs) a game of Monopoly. So here we're looking for any of the tokens, that's the game pieces, ever used in a U.S. standard version of Monopoly since 1950. 
I'm going to read you eight possible answers. Battleship, a tricycle, an iron, thimble, a cannon, a wheelbarrow, a race car, or a T-Rex. Alex. I'm going to go with the race car. OK. Is it pointless? OK, well, it is a token on the Monopoly board. But a lot of people knew it. It's a fan yeah, favorite. There you go. 60. Oh. Frankie, you're up next. There's one piece that I think nobody usually picked. But it's uh, the iron. The iron. The red line is at 56. If you have fewer than 56 points, you automatically move on to the next round. Ready? Iron. Is it pointless? There you go. It's on the board. Still going. Oh, and it clears the red line. Congratulations. You've done it. You are moving on. 45 people went with iron. So we're going to add that and make your total 49. Good job, guys. Titi, it's you and me, girl. I'm kind of iffy on the thimble and the, uh, the wheelbarrow. Uh, I'm going to say the wheelbarrow. Titi, the red line for you is also at 56. So if your answer comes in below 56, then your team is moving on to the next round. Okay. If you come in under 45, you have won this round, and you get to bank $750. You're going with wheelbarrow. Yes. Is it pointless? Barrel is on the Monopoly board. And you cleared the red line. Oh, but it's still going, it's still going. It's still going. Oh, oh, you won the round. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Alex and Maddie, I'm so sorry to say goodbye to you. You are eliminated at this round. But you're an escape artist, right? So you know how to get out. And the exits are clearly marked. So thanks for being here with us. What were some better answers there, Doug? T-Rex is actually a Monopoly piece. They just replaced the boot and the wheelbarrow with some newer pieces, including a T-Rex. Congratulations goes to Carrie and TT. We're putting $750 in the bank for you. Winston Frankie, you have $500 in the bank. You two will be competing in the next round. When we come back, these two teams will see who can come closer to getting nothing for the chance to get $10,000. More Pointless coming up. Okay, so we finally got a Pointless answer. That's the good news. The bad news is, the second answer was worth 60, so they have to leave. Hey, it's a game show, pal. There are winners and losers. Thanks, J.R. So, uh, yeah, um, the list was a new sort of twist on Pointless, but not necessarily, because if you remember when they did a reformat of the formula, they had a category and then six sort of split-second type questions. That's what the list reminds me of. Yeah, but you know what? I think it's a little bit lazier here because on the UK version when they do it, they don't tell you, hey, one of these answers is zero and one of these answers is totally wrong. You're going to get 100 points. You just don't know. Well, lists are easier than actual question writing. I get that. I, I totally understand that. But it just seems sort of like you're giving too much assistance by saying, hey, one is going to get you $250. The other is not. Uh, the, the other is going to give you the maximum points for the round, which will likely eliminate you. I, I don't like it. So what do we have now? We have two teams left, which makes sense. That's how the game's played. So in England, in the original version, you start with four teams. It gets whittled down to three, down to two, down to one. We go from three to two to one, and then we have these bonuses flying around, and even that pointless answer for $250, we never heard if they kept it or not, or if that was added to their prize bank. I'm like completely lost here. Yeah. Uh, one thing um, the BBC has over this pilot is that they do it without commercials and they are given like 45 minutes to an hour. Game Show Network basically looked at the producers of this, which is Endemol Shine and said, you have 22 minutes. 
But what if we need to explain something? You have 22 minutes. Well, at least it's not three minutes. Am I right, Eric Bischoff? Wait a minute. What? Did I just hear myself say three minutes? Play Act 3. God. Pointless, where we don't want you to lower your expectations, just your points. The lowest, right, Doug? We're going for a low score, preferably zero, just like the number of trophies that I won in school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're down to our final two teams in this round. I will show you the question, and then okay. you two will discuss it and lock in your answers. Once again, we wipe the points clean, and uh, whoever has the fewest points at the end of this round banks $1,000, and we'll get a shot at playing for $10,000. Okay, so let's take a look at your first question. For sale categories on Craigslist. So here we're looking for any of the 39 subcategories that appear in the for sale section on the homepage of the Craigslist website. All right, teams, talk it over and lock in your answers. Okay, you ready? Yes. Ready. 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 Carrie, Titi, what category did you go with? We're gonna go with free. Free. <laughs> he doesn't give anything away for free, but we're gonna blow with free. Yeah. We're gonna go with free. Because other people do, and I enjoy yeah. their stuff. There you go. So. Let's find out if it's pointless. It is a subcategory. It's going, it's going. It's still going. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Wow. Way to go, guys. All right, Winston Frankie, what answer did you lock in? Uh, we also picked free. <laughs> Okay, so now you both are tied after one question. Did you see there were 39 subcategories there, and they both went with the same one? There are 39 subcategories. Uh, let's take a look. So there are a total of eight pointless answers on this uh, category. Cell phones, arts and crafts, trailers, three of them right now in the free section on Craigslist. Free dirt in nearby <laughs> torrents. <laughs> Remember, at the end of this round, one team is going to bank $1,000, and one team is going home. So, let's take a look at your final question. U.S. cities with subway systems. Doug, what do they need to know? Uh, here we're looking for any U.S. city with a subway system, as defined by the American Public Transportation Association. Does it have to smell like urine, or is that a separate... <laughs> that is a requirement. They actually go in and spray if, it does, if it's not up to par. <laughs> All right, teams, talk it over and lock in your answers. Okay. Winston, Frankie, we're going to start with you. What'd you lock in? Uh, we think it's Washington, D.C. Let's find out if it's pointless. Washington, D.C. does have a subway system. It's still falling. 33 people said Washington, D.C. Okay. 33 points for Winston and Frankie. Let's find out if it's enough. Carrie, T.T., what did you lock in? We what locked you, in Detroit. You went with Detroit. Now, the question mark is what? Whether or not it actually has a subway system. <laughs> it's a big metropolitan area, so, I mean, but who wow. knows? Okay. We'll, we'll see. The red line is at 33. If your answer has fewer than 33 points, you have won this game and you're gonna have a chance to play for $10,000. Is it pointless? Oh, it's an incorrect answer. Which means the win goes to Winston and Frankie. Congratulations. Like you guys are just gonna have to stay together, separated so. for longer. 
Yes. <laughs> that is true. But thank you so much for playing. We loved having you here. Thank you. What were some better answers there, Doug? So, unfortunately, Detroit has a streetcar and a people mover, but no subway. And all 100 people surveyed said New York. Uh, only two pointless answers to this question. The RTA in Cleveland and the Tren Urbano in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Congratulations, Winston and Frankie. To winning this round, I am adding $1,000 to your bank, making the total $1,500. That is a lot of pastrami. But when we come back, we'll see if Winston and Frankie can win $10,000. So stay tuned. I got a problem with that last question. I have the definition of what a subway is here. The definition, according to Google, is an underground electric railroad. They said Cleveland is a pointless answer. Take this with a grain of salt and an open mind. Cleveland has a rapid transit service. The only time it goes underground I believe is when it goes to Tower City in downtown Cleveland. Otherwise, it's exposed. The entire, all the routes, there's three routes that are active in Cleveland, and they are all above ground. So I'm not going to say that's a subway. If you want to so, be technical, yeah, going to Tower City where the three lines meet, that's subway-ish, but that's as subway as it gets. So it's sort of like the L in Chicago then? Ah, it's not elevated like the Ellen Chicago. It is actually at street level. But like I said, it does not go underground at all. It is above ground except when it goes to the main hub in the biggest building in Cleveland, in the Terminal Tower. So I don't agree with that 100%. Yeah, because I was about to say, I was today years old when I learned Cleveland had a subway. No, like I said, I, I've been on it. It is above ground. It actually is like in conjunction with bus stations uh, at some of its stops. It's not a subway. It is above ground rapid transit, except for when it gets to Tower City. And then at that point... It's underground. You actually have to take like three flights of escalators to get to the main level of Tower City, but that's it. It's above ground everywhere else. But besides that, how was that part of the show? Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Um, I could have done without the whole let's try to be Jeopardy sort of thing. I mean, one of the beauties of Pointless as a format is that it's so simple especially the head-to-head, -head, where you have this question, you have these answers, you get the answers, you score, somebody wins, somebody loses, everybody's happy, except the losers. This just reads like the problem with the pilot writ large. They are taking a simple format and overcomplicating it. You mean with throwing money at it? Here's $250, here's $500, here's $750, here's $1,000. I have no here's problem with the money. It's just that it's too complex. You know, I don't mind the third round. I really don't mind them writing down their answers. And so, yeah, if they have the same answer, they get the same amount of points. And also, just by coincidence, my answer to that Craigslist question was also going to be free stuff. So, you know, if six people said it and then... Yeah, you know, two sets of people in the show, and then I said it, that's three. That's kind of a bit of an anomaly. It's a pilot, Mike. Try not to think too much about I, it. I get that. I get that. But it's just the analytical side of me thought that was very interesting. Well, let's see if they win the 10000 big winners tonight you already have 1500 bucks in the bank and that is your money to keep but now we're about to find out if you can win ten thousand dollars in this round i'm going to show you two categories and you get to decide and pick the category you feel the most comfortable with okay since you won two rounds you're going to get to give me two official answers and if either of them is pointless <laughs> you get 10 grand. Yeah. All right. For all the pastrami.
Tommy. Let's look at the two categories. Yeah. TV and royalty. Yeah. Which one right. are you feeling good about? I think we're going to go TV. Yeah. You're going to go with TV? Let's take a look at your question. Emmy-winning TV comedies. Doug, what are the rules? So, Emmy-winning TV comedies, we are looking for any television comedy that has won the Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series since the award was first given in 1952. Go ahead, talk right, it over. Get two you shots. get to give me two answers. All right, okay, the Larry Sanders Show is my favorite show of all time. Did it win an Emmy? It definitely won the Emmy for you're, Best Series. You're positive. I'm 98.7% sure, yeah. Uh, like Taxi, uh, Taxi, MASH. yeah, Taxi, MASH is, so was MASH a comedy? It's ones. pretty dark. Okay, so we need okay. two. So for sure, okay. you say Larry Sanders I Show, I say Larry you're Sanders positive. Show because okay. I, I'm, you're positive. I'm positive. So we have Larry Sanders Show? What's an older show that's beloved that we could do like? Happy Days, Happy Days? All right, so I'm gonna say Happy Days. I'm gonna say the Larry Sanders show. Okay, those are your two official answers. Those are our two official answers. You said the Larry Sanders show for $10,000. Is it pointless? Ah, oh, Wrong. Show, it, it was, was a great funny. show. It, it is one for writing, directing, and acting awards. It was nominated in 98, but did not win. We have one chance left. Oh, one more. Yes. <laughs> you went with Happy Days for $10,000. Uh, is it pointless? You get to walk away with 1,500 bucks. That is a whole lot of pastrami sandwiches, right? I mean, that is fantastic. What were the pointless answers they so, were looking um, for, Doug? So Happy Days did win for editing, but that is the only Emmy that it has won. I believe I heard you say Taxi. Oh. Uh, if we look at our list here, Taxi is oh, one of the no. pointless answers. Thank you so much for playing. So see you next time, where the obscure knowledge trapped in your brain could win you Big Cat on Pointless. Chico, you remember you're talking about it being too convoluted compared to the UK version? Yes. I think we saw that in the bonus round. Thank you. You get as many guesses as rounds you won. That's stupid. I'm sorry. I think that works on a show like Catch-21 where you get a power chip for each round you win and you get one for the game. Yeah, that's okay. But the number of guesses you're limited to is the number of rounds you won? That just didn't sit well. Okay. What worked, what didn't, and what could have been fixed? Well, camaraderie, number one. I mean, again, they looked like they were forced to be there. There was not that natural synergy, that natural friendship that uh, Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman have. The bonus money they're throwing around... I mean, they could do what GSN has done for, like, every show they've had for pretty much, like, the last, like, five or six years. You win the game, you get $1,000. None of this, okay, here's $500, here's $750, here's $1,000. No, just flat out, here's $1,000, you win the game, congratulations. Or make it 2000 since it's a pair show, two people playing. 1000 bucks a piece. Make it worth their while. This is just an ugly, ugly mess. Uh, they tried. I'll give them that. But, and I'll admit, I'm not a big fan of Allison Sweeney as a host. I know she's done like The Biggest Loser and stuff like that, but this just, just didn't mesh with me. I, I think she was not the best choice. Well, I looked at this pilot. I have to say, the pastrami is in the sandwich. But, yeah, I mean, this needed a whole lot of work. I mean, you put a little tweak here, a little sort of push in the right direction there. This could have worked on GSM. Especially if you pair it with Family Feud, because you know the two play off against each other. I would almost say you need to make it an hour-long show. Oh, and I do have a month for when this was taped. So we said 2017, it was November of 2017. But again, it seemed like Alice and Sweeney just didn't want to be there. Or maybe it wasn't necessarily she didn't want to be there, but again, you don't have the chemistry there. 
Plus also, one thing I noticed was there are a lot of redos uh, in post because you could hear the voice changes. And a lot of them. There was a lot of pickup, yeah. But yeah, I could tell that Allison Sweeney was enjoying herself. Doug, whatever his name is. Mirabello. Doug Mirabello, not so much. He was collecting a check from Game Show Network, and he was basically like, yeah, here I am. Well, like I said, he just didn't have that chemistry that the original version has. You want chemistry? Crazy idea. Crazy idea. Just follow me here. All right. Okay, Allison Sweeney, that's good. If you can get Richard Osman to do the U.S. version, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. I think that's a big ask. Hey, they got Mark LeBette, so... Well, I'm not saying money-wise or travel-wise. Let's remember over the last five and a half years that Richard Osman has become a best-selling author. And also he's become a host himself. He doesn't do Pointless anymore, and he's got uh, Richard Osman's House of Games. So he's pretty busy as is between, well, obviously Pointless up until whenever he left a year ago or so, and host of uh, his own show and an author, a, a very successful author. And if you want to even put another and in there, while he was doing Pointless for like six years, he was still doing producing on Deal or No Deal. Right? He had a lot of irons in the fire, if you will. Does he need another iron in the fire? I don't think so, but yeah, I'm not going to speak for him. But even if Richard Osman came over, would he and Allison Sweeney work so well together? I'm going to lean on the side of no. Not because of Allison Sweeney. It's just you got to find that magic. You've got to find that perfect combination. And it just didn't work here. Yeah, well, this episode actually was uploaded to a Vimeo account, which is linked to the show's page at fandom.com, which is where we watched it. And you could watch it yourself and make your own judgment. Well, that wraps up the first episode of pilot season. We only got 10 more to go, guys. Um, Hang in there. I'm trying. Uh, you know what? The only thing that's giving me hope right now is what's on deck next week. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. We got to do the plugs first. Okay, let's do the plugs first. Hey, you know, we don't have 20 million Instagram subscribers. If you're happy following an account that only has like 100, 110, go over to at it was a thing on TV. That's where we're at on Instagram and Twitter and Hive and Mastodon. But Facebook... Y'all know that we have It Was a Thing on TV podcast there. Stuff happened. But next week. Oh, guys. We are... <laughs> how do I say this? Stacked next week. Because we're going to do three pilots next week. First and foremost, Chico, get it out of your system. The most sought-after piece of lost media in the last 30 years. Someone found it last year. And we're going to talk about what almost happened to a beloved anime franchise. And a little bit of behind the scenes. When I told Greg and Chico this pilot had been found, Chico basically called me a liar. He's like, you better be telling the truth or you're going to pay. And I said, why would I lie to you? Here it is. Here's the link. And he's like, son of a gun. Mike, you came through. It wasn't me who uploaded the pilot, but son of a gun. Good job, Mike. Thank you so much. We could talk about it next year for pilots. Uh, obviously, next year being 2023 because we, it was discovered fall of last year, I believe. But then we got two other pilots. The second pilot next week, it's going to be another pilot about a British show. 
this one, sort of like Pointless, was done like five years after the original version. Yeah, I know Pointless was like eight years later, but just play with us here. It's still a U.S. pilot of a British show. And the British version lasted many, many years. Beloved show. I think it even reruns on uh, Pluto TV nowadays on their British comedy channel. But obviously, the American version, one and done. And then the third pilot. Somebody fill me in on the third pilot. I think this is where Greg chimes in because I'm sure he knows all about this. Well, no, I found this randomly on YouTube. And considering one of the people in this pilot is going to be in a certain movie coming up in the next week or two. I figured, oh, this is perfect to put around this time. That's quite the nebulous clue there, Greg. Well, I'm sure you won't be searching around a pond for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, these puns. Oh man, you could take those puns right to the bank. Wait a minute. The bank? What? You know what this means, guys? Sound the alarm! Greg is about to declare his money in the bank! What the hell? Greg Diener. This cashing in is money in the bank. Finally. Okay, guys. You guys don't know what this is. It's going to be like last I've year never... with famous Teddy Z. I've hid this from you guys. You have no idea what this is, okay? The title is hidden. It really is. All I see is a screen. And, and, and I love what Greg did at the tabs. He opened so many tabs that you can't <laughs> see what the I name know. of the video is. You just see new tab, new tab, new tab, new tab, new tab. Greg wants to make this, he wants this reveal to be as authentic as possible. This is better be. Greg is a professional. A professional. A professional. This better be the best thing ever for as much hiding and as much work as you did. A little bit of behind the scenes. Greg said, my reveal is going to kick both of your asses. Now, remember, Mike had. Madam's Place, I had double trouble. Madam's Place gave us... Barbara Streisand's nose. Barbara Streisand's nose. Double trouble gave us Batman 66. Greg? It's a high bar, Greg. On your head be it, my friend. You ready? Go for it. Here we go. Special Agent Michael Cates was marked for death the day he infiltrated the Jacob Calder crime family. But the fiery blast meant for Cates killed his young wife and daughter instead. Now, to survive, Cates lives on the road as Chance Bowman. His home, an 18-wheel big rig. His address, a million miles of highway. His deep cover crusade to destroy organized crime, to help his victims, and avenge his family's innocent blood. 18 wheels of justice. Oh my god! here did we find episodes in english yes oh my god oh my god oh my god and not only that but the first season is streaming on plex um hey chico once you come back to reality i need to have a little conversation with you okay okay, uh okay Uh, you're overcome with the vapors and all that yeah meeting Come on, all right. Yeah, um, uh, Mike. So, so yeah, I think yeah. Greg, uh, so Mike. I think Greg kicked our asses just then. That's all I was going to mention. And I oh. think he uh, outdid us. Uh, but the thing is, you know, I, I had like Barbara Streisand's nose, and I sang the theme song to Madam's Place. And your episode, Double Trouble, had yeah. uh, Fat Man sixty six. Yeah, Fat Man sixty six and twins. Well, it but, had but, twins. Come on, it had twins, but and and Fat Man sixty six. But Greg, you know, he's got to have something special. To, to like counter those things. I mean, we did such great jobs on those episodes, yeah, and I know Greg's been like dying to talk about this, but there's got to be some other draw there. Is I, I like the episode choice, but you know, there, there's got to be more meat on the bone. I, I have I'm, to watch. I guess I have to watch the series, don't I? And you said it's on Plex, right? Yeah, it's on, it's on Plex. Plex, and you could find. Yeah, if you know where to look on YouTube, you can find it. Okay, okay. Oh, so, oh okay. Well, that's so, a good hit. So the episodes are out there. We just have to watch them. 
we got a month. We got. We can do this. We, we can do this. this. All right. It's, it's smacked down towards the tail end of pilot month. And, and, and thing is, we can stop all these references to, hey, we're going to cover 18 Wheels of Justice one day. Greg got it out of the way. He, he's yeah, actually yeah, doing well, a favor for us. Be the new go- it's it's going to be the new going places. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Two of the three of us like going places. Me, thumbs down guy. <laughs> I don't remember it as well as you guys do, clearly. Yeah, you agree with AI Grill and Bobby. But Greg, I think we need to ask you to do like a mix of what happened with my last money in the bank and Chico's last money in the bank. So we do need something comparable to Fat Man 66, but we also need you to sing the theme song. And Deal? don't half-ass it either. Hey, 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 hey. My version was beautiful. Not hey, well your done, version but beautiful. was beautiful. I'm telling Greg not to half-ass. Oh, no, no. Oh, he's not going to because obviously he went to all this effort. He's not blowing it. This is going to be maybe not even like a, a top 10% show of all time. This might be legit, like, based on how Greg's pushing it. This might be like a top five show of all time. This might be the 1% club. That's another entry for another. Well, time. you know what I mean. This is that tier of the top three or four episodes we've ever done based on what Greg's saying. So, Greg, I don't want to say there's a lot of pressure put on you, but good luck, buddy. You got your work cut out for you, my friend. And after that dramatic reveal, I don't know how we can top it. So, you know what? We're just going to end the show. Thank you very much for listening. Come back next week for three more new pilots. Greg, I don't want to know how you're going to close the show. Are you going to put in something with 18 Wheels of Justice? I don't know. Roar us out and surprise us. Wow! Allison Sweeney and Cameron Matheson star in a delicious whodunit. Someone is cooking up a recipe for murder. If you rig the contest to win, you get $25,000. That's motive. We got to go through it all again and hope that something jumps out at us. You're not going to believe what I found. Mike. Murder, She Baked, Just Desserts. Only on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries.